0: The last word with Matt Cooper. There are various reports over the summer of Irish people seeking medical treatment abroad uh, for cosmetic, dental, weight loss. And unfortunately, a number of people dying either while abroad or after coming back to the country. A report in yesterday's Irish edition of the Sunday Times suggesting that at least three Irish women in their thirties have died this year after having a weight loss surgery in Turkey. Uh, Our first guest is Priscilla Lynch, clinical editor of The Medical Independent. I know this is a topic that you've been following for quite a time, but do we have any accurate and reliable uh, facts in relation to how many Irish citizens may well have died?
1: No, unfortunately we don't. We don't have a centralised database where we collect this kind of information. So the information that we have available on the amount of Irish patients who've died abroad um, following surgery, it's anecdotal and it usually happens when the families uh, come forward and speak about the loss of their loved one or the healthcare um, professionals who've been dealing with these patients uh, have collected the data. So I was at the Irish Society of Gastroenterology summer meeting there um, in June and they mentioned that they knew of at least six cases of Irish patients who had died in recent times following bariatric surgery alone abroad and they were quite concerned about the concerning increase in the amount of patients who are presenting to Irish hospitals following complications from such surgery abroad particularly in St Vincent's University Hospital in Dublin and we also heard about cases that were coming forward in Galway and Cork as well.
0: We have Professor Helen Heenahan, with us, consultant bariatric surgeon at St Vincent's Hospital in Dublin. Thank you very much for joining us and have you had to deal with people who have come back to the country with complications arising from their surgery overseas?
2: Good evening, Matt. Yes, in St. Vincent's University Hospital, we've had to deal with a threefold increase in presentations to our emergency department. and That's only concerning patients who require admission for complications they've experienced since they've had their surgeries. abroad. we have also a significant increase in the last three years in the numbers of people presenting back who are less unwell but still require follow-up care and those are referred to our weight management clinic in St Cullum Kills Hospital. So it's a, it's a really um, significant burden on our healthcare system to look after people who have experienced complication after, after surgery abroad.
0: Why do they go abroad? Why don't they get the surgery in Ireland? Is it a question of cost or availability? What is it?
2: It's both, Matt. So the surgeries are available here and we do provide them to an excellent standard with a multidisciplinary team looking after a patient before and after surgery. However, there are lengthy waiting lists. Um, the waiting list, for example, to get uh, the first appointment in our weight management clinic is almost five years at the moment and that's due to a legacy of underfunding for decades. Um, that will be that has been addressed uh, to, to a large extent with a recent uh, commitment by the Department of Health and uh, the HSE too provide programmatic funding for obesity treatment in Ireland um, and that includes provision of extra uh, funding for bariatric surgery in Dublin, Galway and Cork in the coming years but I think it will take years for the waiting list to uh, reflect that funding I think they're going to remain quite high for a, lot, for a long time and as you mentioned the second reason would be that if patients are to self pay for these surgeries if they feel they can't wait that long then they are costly here um, so they could be 4-5 times the cost of surgery abroad, but I think that low cost abroad does reflect some compromise in the quality of care that's being
0: delivered. Okay, there's a reasonable question from a couple of listeners Have people in Ireland died after having this type of surgery performed in Ireland?
2: So um, it's possible. It, 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 there's a mortality risk with any surgery. Thankfully, over the last six years, and we have recently analysed our, our data ahead of the national meeting, uh, we've had no mortality in Ireland within the 30 days after surgery. But, but it could, ha- you know, it can happen. There's a one in a thousand risk of a mor- of dying after a bariatric operation, just like there's a one in a thousand risk of dying after a gallbladder operation. And the risk after, for example, a, a knee replacement or um, a womb removal operation, will be slightly higher than that. So it is it is possibility and i think we you know our service is, is very safe as bariatric surgery should be and is in most centres that perform to high standards and and perform a high volume of it okay sorry,
0: reason, sorry helen when people go abroad i they only go abroad for a fixed period of time and then come back the nature of this surgery how invasive is it how much recovery time do you actually need
2: so it's major abdominal surgery it, and performed under general anaesthetic although it is performed by a minimally invasive approach um, uh, in almost all cases so that's either by a laparoscopic approach or by a robot assisted approach um, but nonetheless it is still major abdominal surgery that takes one to one and a half or even up to two hours and the time in hospital is quite short like our routine length of stay after a bariatric operation would be two days um, one to two days um, but someone still requires requires up to a two-week recovery period at home. Um, and the adjustment to living with surgery takes even longer. You know, so uh, the commonest risk, by the way, of not, uh, for mortality or the commonest reason someone wouldn't survive a bariatric operation is usually a blood clot that develops on someone's lungs. Um, and that would usually have started as a blood clot in the vein in the leg, a deep vein thrombosis, the risks of which are higher when you factor in air travel as well so we go to great lengths to prevent that happening in our patients and um you know i'm not sure the same effort to prevent that it happens where it's more required if someone has traveled abroad
0: how successful is the surgery usually and how does it change somebody's lives helen
2: So the the reason people seek this surgery is because bariatric surgery is known to be the most effective treatment for severe obesity and all the complications that are associated with living with obesity. So it's very effective. People, for the most commonly performed operations, which would be a sleep gastrectomy and a gastric bypass, the typical weight loss we would see is in the order of about 25% of one's preoperative weight. Um, And that is achieved over a one to two year period. And with that uh, comes health gains. So within days after gastric bypass surgery, we could see normalization of blood sugars in a patient who also has type 2 diabetes. And that's without taking medications to achieve that. We see 40% reductions in the risk of developing cardiovascular disease, 40% reduction in the risk of cancer, improvements in all weight-related uh, comorbidities. So really significant improvements in health. It can lengthen life in, um, by about eight years if it's performed in time for somebody. So they're really effective treatments.
0: So you can sort of see why some people might almost take the risk if they can't afford the surgery in Ireland or if they're going to have to wait an enormous amount of time Why they would decide to go overseas, can you?
2: Absolutely, um, they're seeking out a treatment for the most, that's you know beneficial to their health. I, I suppose the assumptions they're making is that the safeguards that would apply to surgical procedures in Ireland are in place in other countries, and that's not necessarily the case. So you know, despite somebody wanting surgery and feeling it's best for them it still takes an experienced multidisciplinary team to evaluate somebody over a period of months often to make sure that that person is going to be able to um uh, i suppose undergo surgery safely but more importantly that they meet the eligibility criteria and that they're appropriately prepared to know what to expect and, and to be able to live with it afterwards it's life-changing usually for the better but it requires a significant adjustment to change someone's relationship with food and if that's done without preparation
0: the consequences. Listener here says, My wife and I had bariatric surgery in Turkey, very successful, second to none treatment and five times cheaper. We'll go back tomorrow. And I have to say, I know people who have done it and who regard it as transformational in the conversations I've had with them about it. So, Turkey comes up. Is that the only place, Priscilla Lynch, that people go? Are other other countries as well?
1: So there are other countries that uh, data was presented at the Irish uh, Society of Gastroenterology summer meeting showing that over 30 patients that turned up at St. Vincent's with complications in the last few years, uh, just over half of them had gone to Turkey, but they also went to Malaysia, Brazil, Spain, Poland, Prague, Belgium and the UK. Um, so there are other ways to access surgery abroad actually through the HSE's um, treatment abroad scheme for, for surgery that's not available in Ireland or also through the EU cross-border scheme and that can be reimbursed by the HSE and there is protocols in place there uh, about what hospitals they're traveling through um, and how to get the money back from that so there are other options as well for patients who might feel that they are waiting too long uh, in Ireland but bariatric surgery is not a minor procedure it is quite serious. And it well, but, but Priscilla follow
0: up. Are there, is there a way of finding out where the people who are doing this the doctors or the hospitals in places like Turkey to finding out which are the good operators and which are the poorer ones? Uh, There are actually,
1: yes, the RCSI published uh, guidelines on having surgery abroad for anybody uh, on their website and they ask that patients that they would look into that make sure that your surgery is taking place in an accredited hospital and you can check the hospital where your procedure has been carried out, whether it's been accredited by a national um, accreditation body and also to check if your doctor is appropriately qualified to perform the surgery and to deal with any follow-on problems just to see the particular country where you're going to have the surgery, are they accredited with their um, medical council and is the hospital registered as well. So there are things that you can do and obviously ensuring that you're fit to travel before and after surgery if you've brought someone with you and that you have a detailed record uh, of the procedure and the aftercare plan but unfortunately we've heard that some patients have had very adverse reactions to their surgery abroad and have had negative outcomes and they've had infections, they've had pain, they've had to come to Irish hospitals or unfortunately in a small number of cases there has been death from those procedures so I suppose proceed with caution I suppose really is the message
0: here. Absolutely. Priscilla Lynch, Clinical Editor of the Medical Independent and Professor Helen Heenahan, consultant bariatric surgeon in St. Vincent's Hospital. Thank you both for being with us. The
2: last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4 30.